question now silent counseling allows us to tap into the energy or the emotion the fear the thought or the imprint before uh, without having to talk about it essentially which is amazing because a lot of people are either scared of counseling or they've done it for so long or they've done so many different things and they haven't worked so with silent counseling we can tap in on an energetic level what's actually happening um through meridian points so we can see where the blockage affected the person at the time when that incident happened so it might be an incident when you were i don't know three four five years old when essentially you couldn't cope emotionally and mentally with what was happening at the time the mind and emotion couldn't make the same sense of it and didn't align so what happened is the brain protected itself with an imprint because it didn't want to feel that thing again and essentially what it did is it created a groove like a loop um, which is a default, default thought that continues to happen. So whatever you try to do or try to think, if that fear um, arises again, which often it will, because that's the imprint that's going to happen, then you're kind of on the same repetitive thought or patterning or behaviors or habits and you keep attracting the same situations to you you keep attracting the same people um or different people but doing the same thing and in essence you're a victim to this thought pattern which you can't get out of so silent counseling is a really quick and easy way to release it and polarity navigation is something i've added on top which is like a lifestyle um map really where you're looking at things like your polarity what you're uh, if you're too active or too too floaty because often you know some people are either really really intuitive or super super active and either one without the other is off balance you're listening to the conscious women podcast for the spiritually minded and conscious driven visionary woman who's ready to elevate her life business or career i'm your host suki ko mindset coach and meditation teacher My goal in this show is to lead you into your inner world and for you to see the infinite potential within you to be, do and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset and spiritual development. Each week I'll bring you coaching sessions, strategies and guided meditations on how to do the inner work to discover your soul's purpose, find alignment with your authentic self and get a mindset makeover so you can create a life you love. I truly believe that you can achieve anything you put your mind to. I'll be showing you how powerful you really are, how to face your fears, overcome obstacles, and most importantly, how to take action and stop playing small. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, so today I'm talking to a guest expert, Emma Goldie, who will be educating us and inspiring us on an interesting topic that a lot of us can relate to, and that is how to manage our internal and external challenges of transformation from serving others to serving ourselves. So how can we embrace these external challenges that are could be cultural or societal conditioning, the expectation that we have, and then these internal challenges that we have of guilt and shame when we are on this personal development journey and our inner growth journey. So we will be discussing a process of um, not realizing that we're not being true to ourselves and how painful and how tragic that can be as well. So in short, it's why self-care and self-love should be one of our highest priorities and highest values in our life. So, you know, we have to let go of that guilt and we have to put on our own oxygen masks first. It's such an important metaphor. And we are taught this metaphor, even, you know, when we're going through the, um, the, um, 
emergency briefing on the aeroplane when they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first. And the metaphor behind that is that, you know, we spend a lot of a great deal of time taking care of others and putting others be- others' needs before our own needs. And self-care and our personal development and our personal growth doesn't come first. It's it's always putting everybody else before us. So and if we don't take care of ourselves, you know, we can experience things like burnout, stress, fatigue, a reduced mental effectiveness, health problems, anxiety, frustration, inability to sleep, the list goes on and on. So Emma is a meditation mindset and lifestyle mentor. She's been running intensive retreats for over 10 years and she works with people from all over the world from different walks of life. She will be sharing some practical and proactive tools with us um, to help us with our mindset and she'll be taking us through silent counselling and telling us what silent counselling and polarity navigation is. I will let her explain to you what silent counselling and polarity navigation is as she's the expert in the field. So, Emma, welcome and thank you for your time today and discussing this ever-important topic. We hear this such a lot that we have to fill our own cup up first and the analogy of putting your own oxygen mask on first. But yet so many of us ignore this advice, especially women, because we live under a myriad of identities and labels and these challenges that we face so many challenges that we face around us and all these pushbacks that we get, whether they're cultural, whether they're from family, whether they're from friends or society. I'm going to pass it over to you because I know this is something we've talked about and we we were discussing we were going to talk about today. So I'm passing it over to you and you can explain to us what silent counselling and polarity navigation is and my experience that I had. We'll be talking about that as well in a moment. So welcome, Emma. Thank you so much, Suki. I'm really excited to be here and I'm loving the work that you're doing, just getting people more aware of themselves and the importance of self-development and taking care of ourselves. It's a big one for me because I was a carer when I was young and I was so super sensitive that I, I would always find out, um, you know, hear what other people's needs were often before myself. And it's in the last eight months that I've been uh, trained in silent counselling and I've developed a new system called polarity navigation. Now, silent counselling allows us to tap into the energy or the emotion, the fear, the thought or the imprint before, uh, without having to talk about it, essentially, which is amazing because a lot of people are either scared of counselling or they've done it for so long or they've done so many different things and they haven't worked. Mm. So with silent counselling, we can tap in on an energetic level what's actually happening um, through meridian points so we can see where the blockage affected the person at the time when that incident happened so it might be an incident when you were I don't know three four five years old when essentially you couldn't cope emotionally mentally with what was happening at the time the mind and emotion couldn't make the same sense of it and didn't align so what happened is the brain protected itself with an imprint because it didn't want to feel that thing again and essentially what it did is it created a groove like a loop um, which is a default, default thought that continues to happen. So whatever you try to do or try to think, if that fear um, arises again, which often it will because that's the imprint that's going to happen, then you're kind of on the same repetitive thought or patterning or behaviours or habits and you keep attracting the same situations to you, you keep attracting the same people um, or different people but doing the same thing. And in essence, you're 
a victim to this thought pattern which you can't get out of so mm-hmm. silent counting is a really quick and easy way to release it and polarity navigation is something i've added on top which is like a lifestyle um map really where you're looking at things like your polarity what you're uh, if you're too active or too too floaty because often you know some people are either really really intuitive or super super active and either one without the other is off balance so and then we talk about your environment self-care the soul essence of you and your mission and vision and so from a very um kind of almost esoteric side but also very practical yeah. like how on an everyday each person lives that's aligned with their unique soul imprint it's really amazing but how let me let me ask you how did you find your session because we did that last week and it was really fun and you it was it's so amazing because every person I do you never know what's going to come up yeah. and um obviously I don't know anything about you know the, the early things that happened in most of my clients lives and often things come up they don't even remember so how how did you find it it was very interesting for me and for me it's a modality that I haven't tried um silent counseling nor polarity navigation and I purposely didn't go into doing the research on it because um, it's very new. I, I've, I've not um, done or experienced any of it before. So for me, it was like, I'm going to go in with no expectation. I'm going to go in without doing any research because I have one of those analytical minds where when I go in to do something, it's like I need to know everything about it. What is the practitioner going to do? What are the sort of questions she'll ask me? What does it involve? And where am I going to be taken? Where's this journey going to... I have so many questions. This is my ego mind just taking over all the time. So I went in with no expectation. And so what I did was I... um, Yeah, so we started the session and I was thinking yeah this is going to be fine I'll be able to deal with this and the question you ask is what did I want to deal with and one thing I'm really struggling with is my money stories and it's one of those limiting beliefs that I've worked so hard on um with a in with a lot of different modalities and for me it's just something I can't seem to crack through I don't know why and I was getting frustrated thinking is this personal development thing really, really true? Does it really, you know, and I've tried so many different modalities to crack my money stories and I'd, I'd make progress, but then I'd fall back again. So I'd 10 steps forward and then be 20 steps back. And then it would be, I'd be like, no, this is not working. So I'm not staying in that constant high vibration and not able to just destroy those limiting beliefs that I had always going back to it. So I thought, okay, I'll try, I'll try this as my, as my topic that I wanted to delve deeper into and actually saying that we delved very deep didn't we Emma because we got to a stage where it's like okay we are going even deep and I didn't realize we could go that deep and the silent counseling for me was I had so many insights and it went as far back as past life and ancestral imprints that I've got which I didn't realize and that's not what I've explored in any of my um, personal development journey on on my many stories um, so going that level deeper, going that and and then dealing with the main emotion that came up for me was fear. It just took over even in our session, the emotion of fear took over. So for me, that was it was very much not just a present thing that's happening, but ancestral and past life. So now I know that and you've given me some tools and some techniques to continue with. And I've been doing that. I feel so much lighter. I felt so much lighter after the session. Actually, no, after the session, I felt very like, whoa, that was heavy. And that was like, whoa, something happened. But 
obviously my subconscious um, was processing that over the week. And since then, I felt so much lighter. And when I'm going back and doing the couple of exercises that you asked me to do and the affirmations, I feel like, whoa, now I know what to do. So I had a great session. It was, like you say, it was epic and very, very insightful. It's interesting because the past life and ancestral stuff can kind of freak people out. And it's all, I'm just going to explain a little bit about it. Essentially, because the imprints can come um, through our family line. So it can be that there's a certain story that's carried through. It's like when you see someone walking down the street and there's a, their mother and their grandmother, and you can just tell that they've all got that same energy, that same essence. Yeah. And um, but the and the past life thing is the same. I mean, not everybody believes in past life, but we can also call it cellular cellular memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can also come through cultures as well. So if we were born in a certain culture, that culture has a conditioning. You know, the English culture is very much like around. Oh well, they don't. You don't. You don't. You know, if you get on, it's like, well, who are you to do that? And it's that becomes part of our self belief in ourselves because ultimately you know, we are community people. We, we're meant to live in communities. If we're not living in a community and doing it all on our own, that's normally a traumatic experience from not having been able to trust people around us. But if we're, you know, if we're wanting to change anything out of the norm from our community living, which is basically looking at changing the imprints of our whole culture or our family or society or our family, then often there becomes like a pushback because it's mm-hmm. like we're not only challenging our our own self but we're challenging the people around us we're challenging their beliefs and their identities because they're seeing us in a certain way they want us to to behave in that way because that makes their ego feel safe you know the ego is designed to keep us comfortable so if we're getting too high and above ourselves it wants to bring us down if we're getting too low then it wants to bring us up it kind Mm. of has this parameter of safety and um, that also happens kind of within a, a, a community or family as well because if the family sees you moving outside any of these parameters you know in terms of the expectations of what they're you know what they're expecting you to do or who they're expecting you to be or what doesn't quite fit in then it it can bring a lot of pushback and a lot of resentment and and fear actually like you say the fear because you're challenging the status quo you're challenging the status quo of that identity so you're not just dealing with yourself you're dealing with your family, your culture, your community. Yeah. I know you've had a interesting experiences with that as well, haven't you? I think we all have when we... We all uh, have. And yeah. it's, the, it's the expectation. And then with the expectation comes the emotions of shame and the emotions of guilt. And for me, it was two very, very big life decisions um, that um, for me were very pivotal in my personal development journey. And one was my divorce, which is taboo in my culture. Not so much now, but, um, you know, it, it, you still, I still hold on to emotions of shame and guilt with that. And then secondly, when I decided to take the, the leap of faith and quit my corporate career as a lawyer to then go after my dreams and go after what my soul was yearning, what my soul was telling me, what my purpose in life was. And when I realized what purpose in life was. So we have that expectation. And you know what? That expectation sometimes keeps us stuck and sometimes keeps us disappointed. And, um, you know, we have these pushbacks all the time. and, And it's just challenges that we have to find that courage and just embrace those challenges and and push through them. Mm. I mean, that's why the polarity navigation is really key, because as you remove these imprints as well, we do positive affirmations at the end. But also you have to start then living, you know, in your environment, in your family, in your society, in your workplace with kind of a new opening of a mindset. And if you've got 
always external people who want you to be the same um, or who it's too challenging with, you're going to, you know, you're going to be going against the grain a lot. So the polarity navigation part of the system is to help to bring new skills, get more space and comfort in terms of doing things in new ways, you know, things that we're not used to doing that are fearful, that we need courage for, that we, um, yeah, I guess the the main thing is, like you said, the stepping out of who people see you as is like really, really challenging. And I think that's probably one of the most challenging transformational processes, processes which I've been through several times over as well. And that's the core part of my work is when, there's a deeper calling, you know, on a soul level or some kind of deeper transformation where you no longer relate to all the elements of your identity that have been so fixed for such a long time. It's really fearful. It's It kind of can be really tragic because you feel like one part of your life or you can feel it even like your life is, is coming to an end because you've got no sense of um, knowing what the next part is going to look like and it's it's not as tragic and scary as it feels at the time because you just don't know where all these new types of emotions and feelings and aspirations are calling you to but essentially this deep calling and yearning is kind of like a something which you can't stop and the more you try and stop it and put a lid on it the actually the more fierce it becomes and the louder it gets yeah, the louder it gets you know? and sometimes it to be to be honest sometimes people don't listen they end up getting an illness or having an accident or something you know a big relationship ends up kind of going a different way because they are not listening to the the truth inside themselves it's easy to put on um, you know, to blame on the outside people or things for us not taking that responsibility for ourselves. But once you start taking that responsibility and making, I suppose, allowances for yourself and telling people on the outside what it is that you need, you know, at this stage, some people can't really explain it. And I know some people end up feeling like, oh God, everyone thinks I'm going mad. Am I going mad? <laughs> What's going on? Because all it is, is you're going through a big change and all those outfits you wore all those identities you wore all those habits that you had you know that they're not serving you and in essence having the space giving yourself the space to evolve is what you need and however you need to create that space is um you kind of have to create that space everywhere so you know it's in your home life it's in your work life every every aspect yeah Yeah. and and that's the part that people the where the pushback comes yeah yeah I was lucky because for me I had just come out of my divorce so I had a lot of space and um and I thought I was going mad I honestly thought I was thinking what is happening to me not realizing at the time and I was struggling so much and it was just just such a deep calling and yearning that I had inside me and it was pushing me one way and I was resisting and resisting so much and like you say when you do that it's you know illness comes about and I started really stressing out I got burnout with work my health took its toll Uh, there was so much happening for me it's only because I then switched off and I was like I have to go within and I gave myself the space and that's where we evolve that's where I evolved it was because I just took that inner journey so yeah it's yeah I think the five things we really need are to get really clear with some self-care techniques and and to create some space in your day where that is just paramount and that's just all that you do. Um, And also ideally find or join a community of people who've been through that or who are going through that so you feel like you're not alone because 
often everyone around you, your family or your partner or your friends just think, oh my God, what's she on? I mean, hopefully you've got some like-minded friends who've understand, but sometimes people can't understand, they try. Um, And even the fact that they're not using the right words or just getting it wrong, you just feel, oh, they don't get me. Is there something wrong with me? And that's just not the case. And then, um, yeah, having yourself, giving yourself time to be in the stillness. You know, it's in the stillness that we get inspiration that we can really hear what our inner and higher self wants and unless we're being still and giving ourselves that time we've got no direction you know and at those points we're actually quite lost so we really really need that as well and then of course there's tools to navigate the community the family you know how you're going to manage your time what you're going to do for your work how you're going to reshuffle you know everything to kind of best serve you when when we're used to so much giving to other people you know I was a carer and I was so sensitive I would always pick up another's knees and I've literally put people's knees before me for like 45 years <laughs> because I didn't know any different and and that was a really hard thing for me to just say no I mean I've done it in, in different situations in my life but never so much as the last couple of years where I've just had to say no 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 I was running two charities helping my partner with his business um look we run a retreat center and just always available to everyone all the time mm-hmm. and this was a big part of my service and it was a part quite a big part of my identity and ultimately it gave me a lot of fulfillment and helped to you know uplift me and help like raise my consciousness a lot but then I realized whoa this is actually just an excuse because I'm not doing the deeper inner work I'm not doing what my soul is calling me to do to provide to the world you know and it was a really big blow and just really really hard and and I did get a lot of pushback I mean quite a conscious community but even still once people are, are used to you doing things and I suppose particularly within cultures I know some cultures are more like that where you know I guess as a feminine as a female Indian person you know you're going to have a lot of expectations on you even even as a male in that culture that's a really hard thing to take on I can imagine it really is and it's just it's just a matter of setting healthy boundaries and it is really difficult to say no it really is and um, like you say, especially in, in the Asian culture, the Indian culture, the expectation is you can't be selfish. The identities that you wear is not about yourself. It's about being wife, being mother, being daughter, being daughter-in-law. You have those identities before your own. And it's just setting healthy boundaries. And then the benefit, that the benefit, the ripple effect that that then has of you doing that and then doing the inner work and the benefit it's going to have for all the relationships around you. So... Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it is so true as you fill your cup. The essence and quality of what you can give out is so, so much more, even though you feel like you're being selfish. And if you've been, if that's been a habit of yours as well, it's so painful to be able to, to have to actually cut off and disconnect from that because you literally don't hear you are anymore Mm. and it's, but it's so rewarding as, as you start to feel the benefits of that true essence of yours being filled and nurtured and um, like you say filling your cup and that flows over to everybody else around you it's amazing and being true to yourself is literally the I, I would say the most core fundamental person development um, tool that you can learn which yeah which I think is one of the hardest 
especially when you're you know having to drag yourself out of all the other expectations and imprints and a lot of those values of yourself and identities of yourself have been caught up in being that good person for somebody else or being the helper or being the giver or being the one who always knows what someone else wants but you know what's the use if you're kind of grumbling in the floor or having burnout or just so sad and resentful you know which is it ends up becoming turning into a nastiness that you put on yourself because you just cannot get out and you just feel so sad about it yeah and and that also just pertains just how separate we are from our higher consciousness and how we're always in that so disconnected that we're it's all about that doing energy we're in that doing energy and not being and um it's just finding that sweet balance between our masculine and feminine energies as well and so you know this this can go so deep there's so many so many concepts so many aspects to it it's not just I think the I mean the for me the inner and outer world sort of polarity is really important and also the masculine and feminine side and the environment and the self-care and also listening to the soul so there's so many different parts that make up the picture of what is a healthy whole person and you know someone else's spectrum will be very different from another person's and of Mm. course it will depend on what they're doing in their life how much they're going out there but even as a worker you know if you're an entrepreneur or a coach it's so easy to overwork and try me doing 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 all the time Mm. and actually if you stop come back and fully align with your higher self the work then that you do is effortless because you're so knowing that that is the right thing to do Mm. um we as entrepreneurs we love momentum we love to be busy you know we love to be on to the next thing and actually it's it's the opposite of our nature to stop and pause and watch and listen and but it's that's the real gold that is just essentially where all the true work and the the next level work is going to happen because we're not you know we're not on burnout we're not hitting our glass ceilings because we're constantly connecting to a higher more conscious place that's um that's not about doing it's about being lovely I'm just wondering if um it would be a good time for me to share a couple of exercises i was just gonna ask if you had any exercises that you can yeah. share with us yeah. that'd be great um, so at the beginning of the science counselling, what we do is something called polarity balancing, and it helps to get us in alignment. Often, more often than not, we're not in alignment. So these are like three really easy points, and then um, after I'm going to do an affirmation point as well, and that's just going to help people to come into a general general state of higher higher alignment. Yeah, beautiful. So we're going to take the first two fingers on the right hand. Yeah. And we're going to put them, if you go to your armpit and come over about five, six centimetres, maybe up to 10, depending on how big you are, there's a tender point about here. So just press around a little bit. Yeah. And then we're going to do a breath, which is like a release breath. And it's a medium inhale through the nose and then a short and long breath out through the mouth. So it's like this. (sighs) Okay, so we're going to do this three or four times. So just straighten the spine, get to a point where the head feels like it's balanced. And nice inhale in, not too deep, medium breath in. And then a short, long breath out. Inhale. Short, long. Any sense of... um, disembodiment from anything in terms of your you know being pulled by tasks or things you've got to do or worries from the past or money or anything just breathe in a sense of calm and release that any stress or tension 
Inhale. And release. Just one more. Beautiful. Then we're going to take the fingers just under the nose. This is part of the governing meridian on the Chinese meridian system. So this helps to, this is part of our feeling self on self, I call it. So this is part of coming into yourself. It's helping to bring confidence, alignment, self-esteem, reassurance. So we're just going to inhale again. And short and long breath. Inhale. 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 Short and long breath. Beautiful. Now we're going to take the same two fingers and we're going to tap on the outside of the hand. This is like our assimilation point. So it helps to take out to the outside world what's happened, what's been cleared on the inside world. And we're just going to tap here. And we're going to say an affirmation. I am calm, confident, confident. and ready to step forward. I'm ready to step forward. I am calm. I'm calm. Confident. Confident. I'm ready to step forward. Ready to step forward. I am calm. I'm calm. Confident. Confident. I'm ready to step forward. I'm ready to step forward. I am calm. I'm calm. Confident. Confident. I'm ready to step forward. Ready to step forward. Beautiful. Okay, just close your eyes for a moment. And we're gonna place the hands on the lap but faced upwards. And we're just going to do a really nice clearing, cleansing breath. I want you to imagine way, way up in the universe, the highest universal source, a beautiful golden white light, drawing it down through the top of the head, pushing it out through the hands. So you can inhale that light down. And exhale as you push it out through the hands. Draw that light down, visualize, feel, or just imagine. And the exhale, push it out through the hands. And just do that another three or four times. And then taking the attention to the body, I just want you to, as you breathe in, just take the awareness to the edge of the skin. Then on each breath, just take the awareness slightly wider than the skin. So you're feeling like the edge of the skin is kind of growing. So you're going into the energy field, the space around the body, the auric energy field. And as you expand that space around you, I want you to just see yourself in a beautiful golden white egg. 
See yourself composed, steady, patient, and knowing. Knowing that all is well. Every single breath, just expanding that bubble a little bit wider. And then when it comes to a comfortable uh, distance from the edge of the body, just allowing it to just breathe in and out. So as the breath comes in, feel it expanding a little bit. As you exhale, just feeling contracting a little bit. And you can see this is your symbolic self-care space. Space of peace and contentment. But you can always come back. Place of stillness and reflection. Simply being. To reconnect. Reset and restore. And when you're ready, just taking the hands to the heart. Spend a few moments giving gratitude to the self for being able to connect and restore. And just giving thanks for the opportunity we've had to share this time and space together. And when you're ready, just softly opening the eyes, gazing down. And then if you need to just rub the hands on the legs or on the belly just to get present. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. I feel so calm, so relaxed, so connected. Oh, you're really welcome. The, the nice thing is, is I've been doing meditation for a really long time, actually, since I was 13. And it's something I've always just kind of taught to friends. And obviously now it's more of a professional thing. Um, I started studying with monks, but I always felt there was something there, even though I didn't know what it was, you know. <laughs> obviously now I'm slightly more realized. But um, the nice thing is, is linking it with the silent counseling is amazing because often the meditation, the, the results of meditation can take a really long time. If people don't have hours on end a day to spend or yeah. you know, days, days, <laughs> days in the week to just lose the meditation. So the beautiful thing is, is by clearing the mindset and clearing some of the old habits and patterns, when we actually do the meditation techniques, it's like so much quicker. So I'm finding the results and the feedback is just amazing in terms of the transformations and the results and I'm really happy because, you know, I don't want people to have to sit for 10 years in a cave to get the results. And and I do love meditation. I do it a lot. But I, I want these um, results to be available for people who haven't got the luxury of doing that or they don't know the value of it yet. Yeah. 
which is why kind of by hacking the mind with the silent counseling and polarity navigation techniques we're opening up the system to be able to get really quick results which is amazing it's such an interesting topic it really is so thank you so much for your time today emma but before you go and i'd like to ask all my guests just a couple of quick fire rapid round questions um so just I say I say a couple, but it's actually four. But four really quick questions. So, okay, no what what makes you a conscious woman? Um, I think it's knowing where the information comes from. We have our intuition, you know. We have our imprints and habits. We have our external world. We have our higher self. We have the longings of our heart. We have the mind, and yeah for me consciousness is in knowing where information is coming from so we can discern and then navigate a better life beautiful i love that and the best piece of advice someone has given you that knowledge is useless without experience experience is where wisdom comes in so as much as we can read books or learn things unless we've actually got the experience it's pointless yeah knowledge is powerful but yeah useless unless you're using it knowledge (laughs) knowledge with experience is wisdom basically i agree i agree and the best personal development book that you can recommend and you're probably not going to say one. I've got like 10. I'm probably even more than 10. I can never choose one. But you're... you're um, I'm kind of a bit torn. <laughs> Am I allowed to say two? Yes. The, one, the one of them is actually a plug for me because I've written an amazing poetry book. It's a bit off the line, but I'll let you know about that later. I think it's one of the first ones I ever read, which was Jonathan Livingston Seagull by <laughs> Richard Bach. I read it when I was like 19 and I don't... Um, I'm I'm kind of into like entrepreneurship and you know development, personal development and stuff. But I think the simplest of books is can be the most profound. And oh yeah. The more you read them and the more wise you get, the deeper they go. And you know, I still pick it up sometimes now and read it. So beautiful. And your favorite quote? Um, probably be here now be here now it was originally by ram das um yeah it's that for me that just says it all yeah in the present because we don't have yesterday we don't have tomorrow we only have this present moment exactly so the more we can clear out the way to actually be able to be present and enjoy the presence yeah then um yeah the the more we can give lovely thank you so much and before you go where can my audience find you learn more about you learn more about polarity navigation and silent cancelling um i've got a website emmagoldie.com we've got a really amazing five-day exploration series which is a video series and people having great results and there's also a reset your mindset facebook group and i'm also on emma goldie coach instagram and facebook okay but you're very welcome to come join those are free resources so come join and see how things move for you it'd be great to see how people um, move yeah move with the system great i will put all the links in the show notes for anybody who wants to go and explore all of that so emma thank you 
Thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Take and thank you for taking me through that lovely exercise and a very interesting topic. Very, very interesting. Thank, you. thank you. Yeah, and just to remind people, just be true to yourself and get the help that you need if you're struggling to move through this. It's it looks a lot more daunting than it is, but there's definitely freedom and you know um, light on the other side. So yeah, I'm sure Suki can help as well, but don't hesitate to get in touch with us if you need anything. And that's why we have our communities because it's so key to have those like-minded people around you supporting you and holding you up at times in need. And so you have your group, which I'm part of, and it's great. I love the Sunday. Um, is it Sundays? Do you do them every Sunday? Yeah, it's every Sunday, 8 p.m. UK time, BST. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I've got my Facebook group, the um, Conscious Women Sisterhood, which I do a lot of my stuff in there as well and do some um, live trainings and challenges. And there's so much going on. So you can come and join join our Facebook groups to be around like-minded people to help you on this journey. Okay, Emma, thank you so much. And uh, good luck. Bless you. you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.